Welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, my beloved brethren and sistren, to the Tawahado Bible Study Podcast. As always, subscribe, share, and support. You may subscribe wherever you hear this, be it Transistor, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or Google, or YouTube for that matter. You can share the link to where you found this, or the very words of God that you hear me recite and read aloud, and you can support at patreon.com slash tawahado, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash t-e-w-a-h-i-d-o, or at aksum.substack.com, a-k-s-u-m dot substack.com. Today we are in chapter 9 of the scroll of Apocalypse, the scroll of Revelation, the scroll of Uncovering. I'll be reading aloud from the King James Version, uh, not because I'm partial to it, but most of the time just to avoid any issues with copyright as it is in the public domain. If anyone ever has any other public domain versions of the Bible they want to suggest to me, holla at your boy. Verses 1 to 6. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should torment that they should be tormented five months, and their torment was a torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. It's very fascinating in the Acts of the Apostles, you hear that the apostles are given the power to tread on, or rather in the Gospels, you hear that they're given the power to tread on scorpions and snakes. And in the Acts of the Apostles, you see Paul withstanding the snake, and these are obviously stand-ins for the enemies of God, but because we are not going to delve into Platonism and decide, like Adam and Eve, that which is right and that which is evil or bad, God makes functional anything and everything for his glory alone. And so here, the scorpion, which the locust is being likened to, is made functional. The locust is made functional. These are tools and instruments of God, just like we've seen throughout Revelation and we'll continue to see that the elements themselves are tools of God. Everything is a tool of God. Even this shaft of the abyss or this bottomless pit, this Gehenna, this hell. So the locusts and the scorpions are agents of the Lord. And if they're agents, they're just like the angels. They're functional messengers of Yahweh Adonai, of the Lord. 
and they're meant to torment for a period of five months, which reminds us of the Torah, Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, universally accepted by all Christians and by all Jews and even by the Samaritans who use the Paleo-Hebrew script, which predates the Babylonian Aramaic script that most Hebrew Bible readers use nowadays. So it's an invitation for us to reread Genesis, to reread Exodus, to reread Leviticus, to reread Numbers, to reread Deuteronomy, and to continue to reread that. Or as it's known in the Hebrew tradition, in the beginning, names were called and words were spoken. Verses 7 to 12. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions, and they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and they were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. One is woe, one woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more hereafter. So this is great, these tormenting and bejeweled locusts who are the functional messengers of the Lord are led by another functional messenger who acts as their king in the stead of God. He is the angel of destruction, and that destruction is given a name in Hebrew and in Greek to express the totality of humanity. We all want to be the judge of who is the insider and who is the outsider. But the only one who gets to do that is God. God is the only judge. I had a debate and I shouldn't debate. I should just be teaching. But I had a debate recently with an American uh, Christian lover, although he's based in Italy. He loves Christianity as it has been expressed by the Congregationalists of America. And their biggest error is around the area of the matter of salvation, in which case they believe they can make a list of who's naughty and nice before Judgment Day. The Bible does not allow that. The original distinction is between Jews and Gentiles, but even the Gentiles are divided between those who are civilized, those who have empires versus the barbarians. And then even amongst those who have civilization, quote unquote, you have even the Kushites or the Ethiopians, the darker skinned folks. And so there are many categories, even within the category of Gentile. And there are categories even within Jew or Judaism or Judahite. And yet the only category that matters is whether God judges you unto life or whether God judges you unto death. And we don't know that until the final day of judgment. Verses 13 to 19. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates, and the four angels were loosed 
which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand, and I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire, and of jacinth, and brimstone. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire, and smoke, and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed, by the fire, and by the smoke, and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths, for their power is in their mouth. And in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents, and had heads, and with them they do hurt. This is the crazy language of the book of Revelation. People are accustomed to freaking out about. So I will encourage my hearers to focus on that which matters. Because this is the classic, nay, ancient fire and brimstone preaching material par excellence and yet the fire and brimstone needs to be put in context and that context is the voice that you hear from the throne and the messenger of the voice from the throne themselves these messengers have power in their mouths it show us it shows us the importance of the mouth and the ear in terms of hearing instructions remember that the great prophet ezekiel had a scroll shoved down his throat and on that scroll were the instructions of the lord and the lord was the one who shoved it down his throat so that he could regurgitate verbatim the words of god verses 20 to 21 which is the end and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Humankind needs to repent of their works, of the hands. We see it all over the place in Isaiah and in the Acts of the Apostles. Heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. What type of house can we build for him? Even thus, us people in the house of the Lord, we love to make things with our own hands and we look down with disdain on what God has made with his hands. And when we do that, we are a cult of devils, a cult of demons. We need to get away from our murder, which John had earlier in his literature referred to even anger as equivalent or hatred as equivalent to murder. We need to avoid sorcery. A lot of people are getting excited about December 21st, 2020, where there's going to be some sort of planetary alignment with Jupiter and Saturn. It's fine to have astronomers who can pontificate on the science behind that, but some of the astrologers of the Twitterverse have been getting excited saying, who's going to join Marvel? Who's going to join DC? They think we're going to get superpowers. They look into all this. Some of this is said tongue-in-cheek and jest, but some of it is very seriously we need to watch out for fornication or sexual immorality 
and not just of the homosexual variety, as is the taboo-seeking cultures, especially of Ethiopia, but even watching out for that dastardly heterosexual fornication or sexual immorality. And finally, we think we are not stealing when we get a water cup from our favorite small business or corporation and fill that water cup up with our favorite soda or juice of choice. And yet we are not fooling the invisible God who sees us when we're sleeping and knows when we are awake and knows whether we've been naughty or nice. Glory to God for all things. Thank uh-huh.